Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Okay. All right. There we go. We should be good. Who needs technical difficulties? Not, not us. Ma- not this guy. Oh, dear. Not this podcast. Not this podcast. The Crunch featuring no technical tef- technical diff. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to 7 a.m. I'm your host, <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Goodness gracious. It's only it's only 7 a.m. Well, it's 7 a.m. your time, and yeah. I've already had a quite a day. Let me introduce us before you tell that story. Okay. Welcome to The Crunch. This is Ethan, a.k.a. at Bropossel. And I'm Patrick, at Catholic Pat. This is episode 15 of the most average podcast you listen to. Probably. I'm hoping you balance out this with some high-quality Catholic stuff you should know or Catching Foxes or something, because if you just listen to us, <laughs> who boy. I don't know what you're doing with your life, but uh, we're here. Finals are over. I'm trying to get an episode out to you. It's going to be a good week. I don't know what else to say. How's it going? Tell me, your, tell me about your near-death experience this morning. So... It's icy everywhere in Ohio, and yeah. I am a Floridian, so I have never experienced such phenomenon in my entire life. I was driving down the huge hill upon which Franciscan is rested. Franciscan, and Franciscan is literally a beacon on a hill. It is. It's such a good institution. Sorry. Which is good until you're continue. trying to go down it and the road is icy, and you almost skid off and die, and then when you're coming home and you're like, your poor little Pontiac vibe is like hiking and doing the best it can, like all the way up the hill. I had to drive a friend to an air to the airport, and on my way back, I'm like skidding down US 22, and I'm thinking, man, I should have charged this kid. And then I was like, you know what? No, it's it's better to die doing a good deed for a friend than to die for seven dollars of gas money. Is it really though? Because you can't spend <laughs> friendship in heaven. But there are Chipotle's up there, so I think it's worth it if you get a burrito out of the deal. An eternal burrito, if you will. Oh man. That's good. I'm glad I'm glad you're alive. It's I am very too. it's very early. I'm recording we're recording because I have to drive back to Kansas City this morning and it's uh it's gonna snow. So like all day. Over over the tract of highway that I have to drive on, so I'm leaving very early to hopefully avoid some of it. But my stuff is in disarray. I have shoe boxes all over the place. My clothes are in a big tubular bag. It looks like I have a body that I'm carrying around. It's pretty hyped. Oh man, yeah. I'm just I'm still just kind of recovering from finals week. It was a terrible terrible week. 
Yeah, was, you were like hitting the books. I was not mentally stable. It I was, was like, I'm going to hit up my boy Ethan, and I texted you. I'm like, no, no, no. He's like, he's crying somewhere. I was. There are multiple videos of me, uh, not necessarily shirtless, but I didn't really have a shirt on, of <laughs> <laughs> in our Newman Center, just eating, <laughs> eating and drinking coffee in mild to severe freakout mode. <laughs> it was it was fine. It was good. Study in a church because it, it keeps you centered. It's a good call. But that's o- that's over now. We're here. We're out here. And we're about to have one of the best podcast topics of all time. That's right. Uh, what is it? It's, well, uh, friendship. Not that I would know a ton about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that many friends, but... A lot I, of my friends are on Twitter, so there's all, that. All of my friends are on Curious Cat asking me if I'm single <laughs> and if I would date them. The answer is probably yes. <laughs> but... Uh, we wanted to talk about Christian friendship, mm-hmm. um, specifically kind of the male-female friendship dynamic in Catholic circles because that gets a bit funky at times, and a lot of people think that it's, it's not possible. It's very possible. I'm living proof of it. Um, and then maybe just, I don't know, some other things some about community. And I don't know, I was praying about it, and I was just thinking about I was at daily mass with some of my friends and I was just thinking about how incredible it is that I can be at mass with my best friends. Mm-hmm. And that's just a thing that we do together. And it's, I don't know, it was just a really neat uh, experience. But yeah, here we are. <laughs> what do you want to, do you want to ask me a question or do you want to? Like, oh yeah, sure. No, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't know how to, how to, how to do this. You're just staring at me like some kind of <laughs> statuette like i'm ready to learn you're the guy with the words man i'm the guy I'm with just the writing words, down but notes I, but I, oh I, this is not my podcast this is our podcast you can't just <laughs> sit here that's all i've ever wanted to hear you say okay oh, so oh my gosh you've tricked me. you've tricked me <laughs> okay so i i texted ian this or ian? ian ethan who the hell's ian are you cheating it's, on me it is 8 40 <laughs> in ohio anyway i texted ethan Yesterday, and I said, Ethan, I was thinking about your friendship with Haley that you always talk about, and I'm like, that's cool, because you mentioned offhand, like, oh yeah, my best friend is a girl, and we talked about that like a few, like a month ago, and I wanted to hear more about that, so, Ethan, not Ian, what is your friendship with Haley like? Because I know she's in a relationship, right? Yeah, 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 Um, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. Just because I always hint at it and I never really explain explain it. Um, not that people aren't clamoring to hear about this, but it's still <laughs> an interesting topic that I think should be addressed. But yeah, Haley's in a relationship. Uh, she's been in many relationships over the years, which has been interesting. Um, we've been friends since, oh boy, since I was in eighth grade. So six, seven years about, which is a crazy amount of time if you think about it. Um, we started hanging out in middle school band and then she realized that, you know, I would go to confirmation class in eighth grade and she would be going to like the high school youth group. She's a year older than me. And, uh, she would always say, Oh, Ethan, like she'd give me this huge hug. She's a hugger. Um, she's a very lovable, exciting, you know, just ah, out there person. And she would say, Ethan, you have to come to the youth group when you're a freshman. I would say, okay, anything for you, Haley. Cause she was an older woman. Obviously I'll do anything that she tells me to do. And, <laughs> 
uh, eventually I, you know, got through eighth grade, got through band. We did all that together. We hung out. It was great times. Uh, I started going to youth group. Uh, she's the reason that I went on my first Steubenville trip. She convinced me of doing that. Um, and really, honestly, from kind of that year onward, my freshman year, when we both realized that, like, wow, you know, we're Catholic and this means a lot to both of us, um, that we were able to kind of, like, take our friendship and take it really seriously. And that's, it wasn't like an intentional thing. It just kind of happened where that um, we would always hang out because she went to a different high school than I did, but she lived like two minutes away. And so I was always able to see her. Um, she's going to get mad at me for saying that it was 42 seconds away, not two minutes. When my family moved, it became two minutes instead of 42 seconds. And that was a huge ordeal besides the point. Um, <laughs> so we would hang out a lot. Um, youth group throughout all of high school was crazy because we were always getting stronger in our faith, but also, I mean, we had our typical high school struggles, uh, usually with relationships and everything. Like she would date, um, guys, um, she dated a drug dealer at one point. (laughs) He wasn't actually a drug dealer. I think he just smoked weed, but I like to say that to her current boyfriend because it makes him feel kind of (laughs) weird. But... Uh, she dated a lot of guys. I did not date a lot of guys, but we were always there for each other kind of in that, you know, struggle and like growing in our faith and trying to find people that we can continue to grow in our faith with. And it was always a platonic friendship. It was never, uh, you know, oh, we should date or maybe we shouldn't. And she asked me about that. She was, Ethan, do you ever want to date me? And I was like, no, not really. And it was just kind of a, I don't know. It was just a weird thing because I want to date everything that moves. And so it was just kind of a unique <laughs> dynamic between us um but since we never had that aspect to worry about it means that we could talk about some really important stuff she could give me some really good advice i could give her some really good advice and she was always very good at pushing me further um especially in regards to my faith you know if i had an issue she would say this is what i've done because she'd always been there before me um even though we we weren't you know two guys um she still knew kind of what i was going through in my spiritual journey um just because we were similar enough so that you know, she could see, oh, I had trouble in this before. Here's what you should try to, you know, fix that, especially with kind of like pride. We're both very prideful people. Um, I'm the most prideful person. Nobody can take that title away from me. (laughs) We'll fight for it. Right. (laughs) But that's just kind of how things went um, throughout high school. And then we got to college and then things just got even better. Um, Honestly, I mean, there were some times where you know, when I was a church freshman year that I didn't mm-hmm. value our friendship as much, but kind of coming back over the summers and being able to hang out with her, um, especially this past summer has really like re-solidified that and made it, you know, really, really strong. I don't know. It's, and it's, and now we just, we call each other whenever we need anything. And we always just talk about, you know, Oh, you know, focus over here doing some right stuff. Like, Oh, we still don't have focus, but like, it's going super awesome. And we talk about our Catholic centers. We talk about, you know, what, what to do, at, at our Catholic centers, it's just it, literally anything is just it's phenomenal. I love it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's I, great. I kind of understand that it's it's um. I have one friend. Her name is Mariel. M e r i e l. It's a strange. I, I know a girl. Named, a, I know a girl named Mariel. Oh, you do? I think I think call her Mariel. I think there's a U in it, but oh, interesting. I don't know. Anyway. anyway, so yeah, I've known her since eighth grade. We're like we're really close, and it's been that it's it's that kind of relationship where it's like. We're really close friends. We talk about everything, but we've never for one second considered dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I've I've always... And I don't think, just to interrupt, I don't think that 
our our relationships with women should be exclusive to the platonic, obviously, right? Because I don't mm. – I think that if you are good friends with a girl and then you end up developing feelings for each other, you shouldn't say, no, we've always been friends. We can't do this. Oh, oh we're going to talk about the friend zone later. Oh, okay. I All right. <laughs> are we? I We can. Carry on. I, I, have, I have a rant about the friend zone. But, I'm sure you do. But yeah, so like – Developing close relationships with women that are platonic is important, and it can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sarah knows that I've always developed like close friendships with women. Yeah. And having having close friendships with, with women and being in a serious relationship is an interesting dynamic because um, you kind of have to... If Sarah was uncomfortable with a friendship that I had with a woman, that would mean that I would have to really pull back from that friendship just because that's, you know, she's the woman that I'm with, you know, so I have to respect her wishes and and her comfortableness, but she's relatively comfortable. So I do have a lot of friends that are women up here and we hang out one-on-one sometimes and it's, it's interesting. So, Mm -hmm. but you brought up that point of becoming friends with women before you date them. That's interesting. The friend zone. I am of the belief that the friend zone does not exist. What are your thoughts? I don't really care. I'm at the point Good. where it's just there's just so much crap to worry about that like <laughs> who cares if you're in the friend zone? Just m- meet another of the seven billion people on this planet and don't be in the friend zone with them. Problem solved. <laughs> Get over yourself, men. The friend zone was a huge deal in middle school, and I'm it so was. glad that it stopped. Yeah, it's being just a, a huge it's deal. Just such a childish way to think about dating and your yeah. relationships with other people. Um, I say this as I'm too scared to DM girls on twitter <laughs> don't, look at, don't look at me like that <laughs> but yeah i i we talked we talked about the friend zone and god's not your wingman yeah oh we uh, did we did so i don't feel the need to hit on that again but um if you want to listen so to more stuff about wingman wingmanning uh that whole topic it's on our soundcloud I'll post a mm-hmm. link in the show notes. But anyway, to like add on to what you said about kind of – we had a similar thing Haley and I did. You know, She would always tell her boyfriends no matter what, like no matter if they were drug dealers or the super holy man that she's dating now, um, just my friendship with Ethan is really important to me and um, I want you to respect that. And she would like lay down that law and I, I'm going to do the same thing if I ever date a woman. Uh, is that you know my friendship with Haley is very important to me. We're not like she's dating someone, obviously, so it's not like a thing. But at the same time, you know, I want you to understand that you know this relationship has meant a lot to me. It's helped me grow a lot spiritually, and I'll still respect like the boundaries, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can't tell me, oh, you can't hang out with her one on one because, gosh darn it, those are the best times of my life when I'm hanging out with her one on one. So yeah, and that's similar for me. I'm just really good at making female friends. Like, I just get along with women very easily. I make them laugh. I make them cry. Something about them just, I love them. They're so, they're so mysterious, but so elegant, mm-hmm. beautiful, <laughs> yet enticing. And I don't want to date them. I just like being around them. I just think they're yeah. fun. Yeah. And like you said, like boundaries, yeah. just talk about things. You know, like if you're like, wow, this is actually this certain aspect of our friendship is kind of making me uncomfortable. We should probably not go down that road. Like we shouldn't open up about this certain part of our lives because, you know, that's not prudent for our relationship, our friendship. And 
Or like, oh, us doing this together makes my girlfriend uncomfortable, so we kind of have to stop doing that. Stuff like that. Right. Being yeah. explicit about it's your You just have to be reasonable with everybody yeah. and make sure that your communication is open mm-hmm. um, to both parties. I have that problem because I'm, I'm so open about my life to anyone. I'll tell anyone anything on a podcast, on Twitter, <laughs> in real life. But yeah, no, that's definitely true. Prudence is a very important virtue. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that like youth ministry came around. Like that's... That's kind of when we had this tight Christian community that was full of people, like both genders. I was going to say all genders, but no, both. Both. both Binary. Genders. <laughs> and forming close, intimate friendships that were, you know, like some of them weren't platonic. A lot of them weren't platonic. But a lot of them. <laughs> and it, it was good. A lot of them were was, one-sidedly platonic, but the other side was definitely very much. <laughs> absolutely. Retweet. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, and I had this awesome experience where um, a lot of my a lot of my friends in youth ministry were also extraordinary ministers of Holy Communion, and so we would often um, be EMing on the same masses. And I remember this this one time I was just like having this like spiritual spiritual high, and because I was just like at the back of the line, and I saw all of my friends, like my really close friends, just walking and holding Jesus with me, and I was like, this is what Christian friendship is. Walking together and holding Jesus. Oh my gosh. That is, it was so great. That's a beautiful image. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. I think that's... That's something that so many friend groups miss mm-hmm. is that they're not centered on the Eucharist. Oh my gosh. I think because I had a similar thing in high school, you know, I had a good group of people that I was able to, we did this thing called JJJ, which is Jesus, Java and juice when I was in high school. And, uh, I, I think I've talked about it before, but we would go every week on Thursday morning to six fifteen mass. And we'd go get donuts afterwards. And, um, it started out being not very small, and we, when we went through like a couple of youth ministers, uh, fired, rehired, fired, rehired, whatever, um, we got to my junior year, and this thing had kind of died off, and there were about four of us left that did it. Um, and it was me and Haley, and then Haley's good friend Anna, who goes to school with me now, and then my friend Marshall, who's in the Army uh, currently. Uh, pray for him if you want to. But he, he's fine. He's, he's just in California. <laughs> uh, anyway... But we, we four would start when we started going to this thing, and every week we would go to Mass, and we would receive the Eucharist together, and that's just what we did. And then eventually, you know, some other people started to come. Um, you got up to like 10, 20. By the end of my senior year, there were like 20, 20 to 30 uh, every week that would go to this thing at 6.15 in the morning. We were getting 14-year-old girls that were more worried about their Snapchat streaks uh, than anything else to get up and go to Mass early in the morning. And the community was made so much better because of it. Just seeing – because a lot of things happened all at the same time. We brought in an awesome youth minister who's one of you know the most influential guys on my faith life um, at that time. And then we had all of this JJJ stuff going and um, just our youth ministry really just kind of took off at that point. And you know, I was able to leave as a senior from there and like know that it was like going in the right direction because we had kept – the community of the Eucharist alive there. 
And the same thing goes for here at St. Isidore's at K-State. We don't have focus. And, but we're still more successful than a majority of um, college campus centers um, because we are focused on the Eucharist. When people ask, you know, what can I do to get more involved at St. Isidore's, most of the people, 90 to 100 percent of the people will say, go to daily mass, go to daily mass. Don't come to our, you know, you know, praise and worship is fine, but that's not the focus. Um, coming to our dollar dinners is fine, but that's not the focus. Coming to Bible studies is fine, but that's not the focus. It's daily mass. And we have probably on an average night 50 to, and if it's like a good, if it's a good week, we'll have about a hundred people at daily mass, which is absolutely insane. It's at nine thirty at night and we have, you know, a crazy amount of people coming to daily mass and our community and the strength of our community and the fact that we have 157 people going to focus, which is the fourth largest out of any campus in America, is all due to the fact that we are centered on the Eucharist. And that's that's where our community draws its strength. And the community at large, in addition to just my friend group as a whole, you know, I kind of talked about it at the beginning, like my close friends are all like we see each other at mass and that's when we hang out. And then when we do everything else, it's just so we're just so joyful with each other because we have that together. And we'll say things like "see you in the Eucharist," which is like a weird thing. But when we, I like it, it's no, it's great because when we don't see each other, we know that we're going to see each other at Mass because mm-hmm. we all participate in that. That's something that we share, and it's so fierce and it's so true, and it means so much to each of us that it's 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 crazy how strong like these bonds have been mm-hmm. made, even just in the past, not even a whole year for me. Cause I didn't really come around to this group of friends until last spring. Mm-hmm. And even just in that short, less than a year, I've been mm, so blessed by the men, the women, you know, my good friend, Josh, my good friend, Tracy, just shout out to all of them. Like they do so much for each other and so much for all of us. It's just, it's beautiful. And everybody needs mm-hmm. to find a group of friends like that. You need to find people that are centered on the Eucharist. And this is not like a matter of preference. This is not, oh, mm-hmm. well, my friends don't really like to go to mass, but like we do other Catholic stuff. No, I don't. That's no, that's ridiculous. The mass is called the source and summit of the faith for a reason. It's because everything you can find everything if you build everything upon it. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I, I, I remember a conversation I had with my friend her senior year of high school. She was going off to Cornell so like she was, we were all like leaving and we were all going off to different colleges and she was like really sad and I kind of said I was like you know like like you said we received the Eucharist together that bond is inseparable and because you think of the apostles they had that experience where they were together really close every day for three years oh and I mean they probably had inside jokes <laughs> they probably laughed and like cried and grew together and they learned so much together and then all of a sudden they're just sent off and they're dispersed and i mean did some of them did they ever like see each other again you know well i mean they did because of the council of jerusalem anyway some of them they didn't see each other for years at a time and they still i'm sure when they came back together they it was like they had never left Mm -hmm. and that's that's something that you can have Mm -hmm. as in a secular friendship but Mostly just because, you know, you can text and sort of, you know, it's like, it's like kind of the same thing. But I mean, I know my friend, I have a friend, Elizabeth Post. She 
comes up in my prayers all the time. I talk to her maybe once a month at most. Mm-hmm. But when I see her at like Thanksgiving break and Christmas break, it's like it's like I just it's never just left. Been a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's so wonderful because mm-hmm. well because you do see them. You see them every time you go to mass. Like that's just yeah. and that shared connection is so much stronger than oh, we both like the same music or oh, <laughs> we're both in the same major. Yeah, that's fine and you might spend more time with a person based on that, but it's not a true connection that affects your soul mm-hmm. in a in a different way. Yeah, I don't know. I had a point, but I can't remember what it was. What did you say? I said something about the apostles. Oh, you did say something about the apostles. Um, They were cool. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh darn it. I had a really good point, but I can't remember what it was. I actually almost spit out my drink. Which would have been bad. That would have been very bad. It would have been all over my screen. Your screen? Yes. Oh. This is 2016, Patrick. <laughs> we aren't limited by physics anymore. You can, you can be whatever you want to be. Anyway. Uh, yeah, my friends are just, just wonderful people. And oh, it's also how we can have friendships over Twitter. That too. That yeah. Yes, that is. That's why it's not yeah. weird for me to be good friends with you and Lauren and all of those people because – we all have that shared that thing in common. Mm-hmm. But it's not just like music, like you were saying. Right. Common, al- common ground helps build friendships, but like Christ is such a universal common ground mm-hmm. that everyone can approach. He's like water. Everybody drinks water. Whether you like the taste of water at the time and sometimes you don't like the taste of water, it doesn't matter if you like the taste of water, everybody needs to drink it. So when everybody's drinking water, you have that in common. But that doesn't build friendships. <laughs> Loving Christ, even though you might not like the taste of Christianity, or you might not be really feeling the Eucharist at the time, just receiving it puts you into that body and puts that body of Christ into you, and then that's your common ground. It's just, man, I like this. When you said Eucharistic, when you said Eucharistic-centered friendships, I was like, "Where's Ethan going with this?" And I'm just like, "Man, this is a different way to look at everything." Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's, it radically changes who you spend time with because I, yeah. you know, I'm in a fraternity and I don't know, you know, if I'm going to stay in it for much longer mm-hmm. because I don't like to quit things, but I also, I mean, I've talked about this before is if something's yeah. not leading you closer to Christ, quit. And those friendships are fine. Like being in a fraternity, being in a sorority, that's okay. Like I'm not going to tell you that you can't be a good Catholic or a good Christian and be in those things. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of the ten, out of ten, it doesn't help. It doesn't make you any stronger. It doesn't make you any better. The people that you meet do not push you. Usually, they drag you down. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, sometimes they can be good people. There, I mean, I know plenty of very holy women that are in sororities, and I know. Um, there's this group of SAEs that are going on seek that are just so excited, but they're so like frat that (laughs) it's just so funny to hear them talk. Like, we're going to go, we're going to tear it up. It's going to be awesome. Like, okay, just calm down. Like you're going to be fine. Uh, uh, they're just funny, but I say tear it up sometimes. So it is possible, um, to kind of be in that space and, 
and have those relationships, but um, it's not the norm. And mm-hmm. so, and that goes for everything that you're in, everything that you're a part of. If you're in a club, if you're in a Greek house, if you're um, in a household at Franciscan, if you are um, in any kind of group of friends and you can think about those friendships and you can't say that they're rooted in Christ, um, that's from scripture somewhere. Um, and Psalm 1, maybe? I don't know. Whatever the rooted theme for Steubenville was my freshman year of high school. I think it was in Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah. That's the verse. Um, biblical scholars. <laughs> <laughs> but that if, degree. If you're not, if you're not, if you don't have friendships that are rooted in Christ, then those friendships don't deserve your quality time. They, they, I mean, sure they deserve your time and you, you should be with them and evangelize by your, by your life and your love and your love for them and your, just the way that you live. But should they be your best friends? That's something for you to figure out on your own. I would say probably not. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus would agree. Wow. That was some serious Catholic guilt. <laughs> you can figure it out on your Welcome own, to but the I crunch. think you know the answer. For your daily serving of breakfast cereal, breakfast guilt. The crunch. The crunch. Amen. IRL. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's – I think that's – I don't have anything mm-hmm. else to add. I think. I think – Praying about who your friends are, praying about uh, what they mean to you, praying about all of these things can kind of reveal, you know, the truth. Because once I started praying about my friendships, it just became totally obvious of who was doing more for me in my life and who was not. It's not like a selfish thing. I'm not like just trying to get things out of my friendships. But at the same yeah. time, you need friends that build you up and you need friends that push you and make you better. And that's, I mean, that's not a selfish thing as long as you do the same to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's those are all my thoughts. I like it. I'm really glad we had this talk. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Sorry if it was kind of um, excited. I just have lots of really good experiences with this idea. No, it's good. I really, I really needed to hear some stuff on friendship. There you go. So, yeah, that's kind of why I was like, hey, we should talk about this because I, <laughs> I need to hear stuff. That's the only, Two reason, tone. only reason Patrick and I pick topics is because we're struggling with something. We want the other one to tell us what to do. It's, <laughs> it's only subtly implied, so you can never you you're in charge. Like you have to figure out which one, which topics are are which person's ideas. <laughs> Good luck. Um, we forgot to do crunch of the week. Oh, but let me. There was a good one that I wanted to do. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, just as far as like business things go. While I'm pulling this up, we're not planning on releasing an episode on Christmas. Patrick mm-hmm. wants to, but I don't really want to uh, because it's Christmas. I don't expect you to listen to us. Go hang out yeah. with your family. Um, so have I hope you all have a blessed Christmas. Um, I will be praying for all of you, um, especially during, during this time. Uh, feel free to... I don't know, reach out to us if there's anything that you need. I mean, we're still here. We still exist. I don't know. Um, um, I just posted my curious cat link. I'm so – here's the thing. Oh. I loved Ask FM. I loved it, okay? Uh, I think I it's just, good because it gets people to ask questions that they wouldn't normally ask because it's yeah. anonymous. But at the same time – there are so many thirsty Catholic women asking me if I would date them. This is not a joke. <laughs> if you, you think I'm joking right now, this is a serious thing. Go under my Curious Cat on my Twitter page and look through all of these questions. Like, Did you answer w- all the questions? Uh, most of them. 
Like, would you date a fan? Who's your Twitter crush? I got like five of those. Do you ever get crushes at math? Um, you said you're going to find all the pretty girls at Seek. Are you going to find me? I'm like, what What are you talking about? Like, there are some really good questions talking about like how to stay Catholic in college, and those are worth it. But honestly, girls, cool it. <laughs> Just DM me next time. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I don't expect. Uh, no, uh, never mind. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this. We can talk about it later. Um, Crunch of the week uh, is from Link Thirteen Molly, um, and it's like it. The, the title is so long that it goes off the page. It's like, I was only following Ethan on Twitter until I started lit, and I assume it says listening to the podcast, but I can't read it because the title's so long. Anyway. She said, I binge listen to this podcast like most people binge watch Netflix. As a high school kid from a small town, it's nice to be able to relate to young people that are passionate about the faith. Thanks for teaching me so much already. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you, Link13 Molly. Please do not binge us too much for an excess intake of Patrick can lead to health issues. It's true. That's not an insult. It's just a fact. (laughs) I know. I'm agreeing with you. All right. Um, anything else you want to tell the people before we sign off for two weeks? Make sure that our, our next episode is going to be the one right before Seek, right? Uh, it should be, yeah. All right, sweet. So we'll talk more about it then. We'll give mm. you more details about where we'll be because we'll get more details about where we'll be. Yeah. But we will be walking around, passing out um, little – they're called club cards. I actually found them. They're like, they're like club, club flyers, cards? but I made them our flyers. It's great. Oh my gosh. And should I talk about the limited edition special offer? Yes, of course. We have limited edition Crunch Bowl stickers for all your laptop, binder, backpack, or chest. Like, put it right there, needs. <laughs> Please don't put it on your chest. That's a waste of a good sticker. Yeah, that's right. That'll just come right off in the wash. Anyway, so limited edition stickers stuff. available at Seek. Yep. Uh, for you, you you are the first ones to know about it because you're the only ones that care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's all I have. I need to get packed so I can leave um thank you for listening um Christian friendship very important feel free to ask us if you have any further questions um this is a very important topic and it's a great way for you to grow in your faith I love you all uh thank you for listening please pray for us we will pray for you and we will see you on the Twitters